Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. One of the flagship franchises of the NFL is nothing more than a rudderless ship. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance at 888-SAY-ESPN. That is your Dr. Pepper call-in line for Carlin versus Joe Nation. 888-729-3776. Joe, please remember that ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Good morning, Joseph Fortenbaugh. Good morning to you, my friend. Um, I'm in I'm in fine spirits. It was a strong trick or treat effort last night here in the neighborhood. The kids did quite well. They woke up this morning. No complaints. Went to school. Very happy. But but it's not about me. It's about you, your beloved Texas Rangers and your three one World Series lead. How you feeling today? Nothing but utter and sheer terror. (laughs) (laughs) What? Nothing but utter and sheer fear right now. No, seriously. I have felt nothing for the most part other than a few moments here and there because I haven't allowed myself to get caught up in it. Yet here we are. And I have been in a position up 3-2 before. I have been one strike away twice before. So... Yes, this is terrifying. <laughs> this I is think. Ter- with the ace on the mound tonight, with the guy who is the big game pitcher, this whole thing is terrifying. I think you just found the catchphrase for our show. I think you just found the catchphrase for our show. Carlin versus Joe, we feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, you're teasing about the word in the World Series. I feel nothing. I feel numb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joseph, how about the Raiders? How about them? You know what? Let me just start there. You go. How about the Raiders? Yeah, how about them? I mean, how about... Go ahead and set the thing up, but I mean, this is... I mean, if you're like me, you're waking up to this this morning because this happens late last night, so I'm putting the kids down. I go to bed. I'm up very early. I see the news, and it's... All right, here we go. We know what our show's going to be today. How bleary-eyed are you? Because when I... I I rolled over this morning at about 5.30, and I just do the quick half eyes open scroll of the phone and the first thing that pops up is breaking news josh mcdaniels and dave ziegler fired overnight and i just went like this oh and i put the phone back down and put my head back down so first off you can't live like that you can't live like that the phone can't be the first thing you do in the morning i know most people say give it an hour you got to give it at least let the big brain wake itself up there's a big brain inside that big skull of yours you got to give it time to wake up 
I am scrolling TikToks late at night, not going to sleep. <laughs> and the first thing I am doing is waking up in the morning and looking over at the phone. Oh, what did I miss? Did somebody text me at 3 a.m.? Oh, my God. I got to run to the hospital, which, by the way, that's never happened. Not once has anybody never. ever texted me at 3 a.m. saying that they were at the hospital. Usually it's they're drunk, but never happened that way. Joe, I... I uh, Mark Davis continues to fascinate. He he really does. I watch the Raiders as an organization, and it frustrates me because they are one of the flagship uh, franchises of the entire National Football League. They have one of the biggest fan bases, a nationwide fan base in the NFL, and they just cannot get it right. And if you want to you wanna argue and blame Josh McDaniels, I got no problem with that. Because Josh McDaniels has done nothing, especially this season, that would lead you to believe that they were headed in the right direction. I lost it at the draft on the air with the fact that the Raiders, in desperate need of defensive backs, did not take one in either of the first two rounds. And in fact, ended up taking a pass rusher who was injured and a tight end from Notre Dame who just now is starting to make an impact, but not making a big enough one to justify that early in the second round. The Raiders had two guys in charge who clearly were underqualified to be in charge, but they have an owner who is underqualified to be an owner. And so, let's, and Joe, let me just leave it with this. Go ahead. One of the best pieces of advice I have ever gotten in my life was I was trying to figure out some financial planning for the future. Mm-hmm. And I was about to ask somebody for some advice. And my friend grabbed me and he said, never, ever ask a rich man's son for any kind of advice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good advice. That's yeah. good advice right there. So there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot. I, I think the move Davis makes right here midseason, I think there's something to get into with that in just a moment. But I'm going to start with this. Um, to be successful in any walk of life, whether it's your profession, whether it's a, as a husband or wife, whether it's as a parent, a teacher, whatever it may be, an organization, a coach, for this purpose, we'll talk about the organization. There are several attributes if you're going to reach the highest level you need to possess. One that I put above all else, above all else, is just calm. The ability to remain calm. The ability to stay calm in the face of adversity. The ability to create a calm atmosphere. Anyone who grew up as a child in a tumultuous household, you understand the value of this. Because when you don't have it, everything's in disarray. It feels like everything's in chaos. The anxiety, the depression, the things that can creep in, right? Calm is always good in any situation. Calm if it's a good situation, happy situation, vacation. Calm if it's a situation where someone's getting fired, there's some adversity, there's not enough food on the table, whatever it may be. Remain calm. Robert De Niro gave a great presentation on this not too long ago. Just calm. Whether you're successful, whether you're struggling, calm. The Raiders do not understand this. The Raiders do not embody this. The Raiders are severely lacking in calm. Here's what I mean by that. Since they went to the Super Bowl in 2002, from then until now, 21 seasons. 21 seasons. This is the 21st season since that Super Bowl loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are getting ready to transition to their 13th head coach in that time. 
13 head coaches in 21 years. 13. How are you possibly going to have any level of success in this business with that sort of turmoil, with that sort of disarray, with that sort of chaos? In the AFC, here's what you're up against. Andy Reid has been in charge for 11 years with a quarterback in Patrick Mahomes who has been the starter for six years. John Harbaugh in Baltimore has been the head coach for 16 years. Lamar Jackson, five years as the starter. Sean McDermott in Buffalo, seven years with Josh Allen, six years as his starter. In Cincinnati, Zach Taylor's been the head coach for five years. Joe Burrow's been his starter for four years. These are calm organizations. Five years of all those guys I just mentioned, true contenders, Zach Taylor at five years on the job is the one with the shortest span do you know the last time here's a trivia question for everyone out there the last time the Raiders had a head coach who made it five seasons any idea would you like to take a guess Art Shell Art Shell the first time because if you remember Art Shell coached him twice 1989 to 1994 was the last time the Raiders had a head coach who made it five seasons they are the epitome of a franchise that has no idea what it's like to be calm and as a result you see failure at every single turn with this franchise because they just cannot get it right they are the epitome the epitome of disarray here's my question at what point does Mark Davis realize this, that it is disarray, that the people that he keeps bringing in, whether you want to blame them or blame him, it's all not working, and there's one guy that's ultimately in charge of it. So when you make a move like this, and you're Mark Davis, at what point are you going to turn to someone who actually knows what they are doing. You Whether it's being cheap over the years or, or whatever it is when it comes to head coaches, he has now actively made the decision, Joe, to go and fire a guy with four years left on his deal. Four years, he's got to pay him. So clearly the money isn't bothering him right now with that. But this feels like one of those times where you have to hand over the keys to someone who knows what the hell they're doing and just let them do it. Whether it's Bill Belichick, if the Patriots decide to cut him loose, whether it's Jim Harbaugh, which I think is absolutely a possibility, I think these are two things that you really, truly have to consider. And I'll I'll give you one more. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all that Mark Davis wants to figure out a way to bring John Gruden back to coach this team. And right there, and right there speaks to everything, everything. You just named three candidates who have no way of bringing calmness to an organization. What what is John Gruden going to do for this organization? Has the game not passed him by? Did we not see in his last tenure with the Raiders when he went, let me check here, 22 and 31 that the games passed him by? 22 and 31 when he was with the Raiders. And by the way, he and Mike Mayock, how many bad personnel decisions did they make? They got a bunch of picks in exchange for Khalil Mack, and they swung and missed on all of them. Oh, horrible. They were absolutely horrible. That that can't be the direction they go. But but that doesn't mean you're not right. It doesn't mean why it would be. Somebody told him he had to fire him. That's true. In other words, he didn't do what he wanted to do there. So I'll show you. Listen, I'm not saying that's going to happen, okay? But would anybody be shocked if that's what he wants to do? No. No. 
Absolutely no. not. Bill Belichick might bring calm. Bill Belichick would walk in the door, take the keys, run the show, and would bring certainly an element of consistency to the situation. Jim Harbaugh is not bringing calm. Jim Harbaugh is a Raider type of coach because he's an outlaw, right? (laughs) He's the kind of guy, especially right now with everything that's going on, that the Raiders would hire years and years ago. And I wouldn't be stunned to see that, given his history with that organization. It's amazing to me that we're going through this again. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Look, the Raiders might be the biggest losers of the NFL season so far, but the biggest loser at the trade deadline, that's somebody else altogether. And it's next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. One and two last night, down 1.45 units. Overall, 60 52 and 1, up 2.37 units. Maction tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Bowling Green and Ball State. We will take Ball State plus the 5.5 points. So Bowling Green's won three of their last four. All three of those wins came by 10 or more points. Ball State is 2 and 6 on the season. Why aren't we playing Bowling Green the favorite in this one? Excellent question. Styles make fights. Bowling Green doesn't even attempt to throw the ball. They don't want to pass the ball. They want to run early, run often, run throughout the game. Guess one thing that Ball State does well. Stop the run. The total in this game is 40. So we get five and a half points with a defense that can stop the run, challenging an offense that doesn't want to throw. All they want to do is run. I'll take the five and a half with Ball State. Pizza money number one. Yeah, you will. 
Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Joseph, as we know, the NFL trade deadline was yesterday. Some things got done. The 49ers got better, adding Chase Young. Uh, you know, the Bears went and got Montez Sweat. The Jaguars uh, added Ezra Cleveland to their offensive line. Even the Lions, small move. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think, can help them a lot. And then there are the biggest losers of the trade deadline, Joe. And to me, that is the Dallas Cowboys. I cannot get over the fact that they did absolutely nothing to help themselves. And if it truly was because somebody else has to make that call to us, because we're the Dallas Cowboys, well, then that's why you're the losing Dallas Cowboys. That's why when you look around the league, the teams that constantly, constantly win are the ones that look to get better at every turn. They're also teams that are realistic. They're very good at assessing where they stand, where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are, where they need to improve, where they need to adjust. Good teams understand this. The Philadelphia Eagles understand this. They've demonstrated it time and time again. They needed to get Jalen Hurts help a couple years ago. Boom, they make the trade for A.J. Brown at wide receiver. They're weak in the back end of the secondary due to some injuries. They call Tennessee. Boom, they get Kevin Byard in at safety. The Eagles understand they're in a Super Bowl window. They understand where they're weak. They make adjustments. San Francisco is the same way. All right. They understand they're going through some troubles right now. They see Philadelphia arming up. What can they do to get better? Boom. Chase Young, third round pick. He's coming over to help the pass rush. Maybe they've got some issues elsewhere on the team, but you know what? No one ever complained about a pass rush that's already elite getting even better. Then there's the Dallas Cowboys. Do they strike you as a team that understands their strengths and understands their weaknesses? Their owner, who makes all the decisions, is constantly telling you he believes his quarterback can win the Super Bowl. Now, nobody else out there believes that, but his co- the owner believes it. The guy in charge of making those decisions, Carlin, feels that he can win it. They feel, I think they were talking about how they thought they could go into San Francisco and win that game a few weeks ago. The, the Cowboys have never had a realistic viewpoint of themselves, at least in the last 10, 15, 20 years. They have not been able to truly assess who they are and where they need to improve. And as a result, they let the trade deadline come and go. And their two biggest competitors in the NFC for the Super Bowl just got better while they sat back and did nothing. Joe, great point. Take the rest of the day off. <laughs> Absolutely on point. This is me, James Carville, saying to you, Will Farrell, that answer was absolutely perfect. <laughs> I have nothing to add to it. Good job, Haas. That's right. What is, and, and, what is what does Will Farrell say to him at the beginning? Excuse me, Jim, I'd like to take this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have at it, Haas. <laughs> Jim, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a crack at this. Um, honestly. I don't get why you would look at this, evaluate your team, and say, yep, yep, we're good. When everybody else who consistently wins in the postseason doesn't. The Rams, a few years ago, went and got Von Miller when they needed somebody. The Eagles have done it a few times. First, First Super Bowl trip around, they went and got Jay Ajayi. Remember that? I do. Remember LeGarrette Blunt? They they did things to help their team, and you just laid out Bayard. This, this is so maddening to me, and this is why 
whether you want to point to somebody else in that front office who's actually got say, ultimately the guy who is making all of decisions, the decisions is Jerry Jones, and he's got to fire his GM. He's got to fire himself, but he's just not going to do it. And I'm curious as to what the other big losers of the deadline are because I, I, I don't see anybody else who's on this level. Let's listen to Jeff Saturday, ESPN NFL analyst this morning on Get Up. Dallas Cowboys not going to get Derrick Henry. And, and, and from what I've heard, didn't even attempt it. And I, I just don't understand with Mike McCarthy's idea of how they want to run this offense and the style of back. Bring, bring, your, own, hey, bring your own blocker. That's what Derrick Henry is. You yeah. don't need, you don't got to worry about the blocks, right? He's going to get three yards even after contact. That's the type of guy he is. It, would have been a perfect fit in my opinion and all you needed you want to rent him for half the year it don't matter what happens next year let's go win it this year they would have been in the top of the nfc they didn't go get derrick henry and they didn't even attempt it that is franchise malpractice joseph franchise malpractice i, I mean it, it, on one hand what i'm thinking my guess as to what happens here is that jerry's heavily involved in the roster construction of this team and going out and making a move like this would admit that you did something wrong elsewhere. That doesn't. That's not necessarily the case. That's never how you should view it, right? No. You should just constantly be looking to improve. But I think in his mind, maybe it's, look, if we got to call Tennessee for Derrick Henry, we made a mistake with Zeke and Tony Pollard. And I'm not ready to admit that we made a mistake with Zeke and Tony Pollard. We're good where we stand. I said we're going forward with Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's our guy. And it's like, well, you know, it doesn't mean Tony Pollard's not a solid running back, but we could still use help there. We can get better there. It has nothing to do with Pollard. No, nope. but, but think about that for a second. Like, we just saw this a few even if they had gone and traded for Zeke. We just saw this with the Chiefs. They let me call Hardman go, and then they went and got him again and brought him back. Yep. Uh, I, I, another big part of leadership, not being afraid to admit that you make a mistake. Not being afraid to do that. I... So much of it gets in the way of the Cowboys winning. So much of it gets in the way of them winning. That's the problem with ego. It's the problem with the ego clouds good judgment. That's what ego does. It clouds good judgment. You shouldn't be sitting there worried about whether or not someone's going to assess this situation and they're going to say you got it wrong by letting Zeke go or you got it wrong by leaning on Tony Pollard. Who cares? Are you good at running back? Can you get better? What can we do today to be better than we were yesterday if you call and Tennessee wants three first round picks for Derrick Henry you say no no one's saying you do something ridiculous but why wouldn't you at least make the phone call of course have a conversation start working the phones a little bit that's the job that is why John Lynch and the Niners got better that is why the Eagles got better do you think Tennessee called the Eagles about Kevin Byard hey Philly we're so happy you continue to pick our pockets on these trades we figured we'd want to do it again Hey, John Lynch, uh, we figured, why not give you another Ohio State pass rusher? We would love to see the Niners return to prominence. We're just the lowly commanders. That's not how it works. You got to get out there. In the words of of the great worm from the movie Rounders, you got to make strong moves. Yeah. Now, right yeah. after that, Mike McDee told him the move was folding, which it was, but that's neither here nor there. Just stick with the first part of the conversation. And then he got the crap beaten out of him by a bunch <laughs> of cops and ran. Uh, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Aaron Rodgers would not be the first player to return quickly from a torn Achilles. You know who else did? Not just Cam Akers. Terrell Suggs did it in 2012. He joins us next. The future Hall of Famer. With us in moments, Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jackson pumps once, slings it to the end zone. Touchdown, Mark Andrews. A homecoming six for the Ravens tight end. Give us to the bus, bounces to the outside. He's to the five, he's in. Touchdown, Ravens. The bus rolls in for six, and the Ravens extend their lead in Arizona. We weren't great. We weren't really as crisp and sharp as we wanted to be. And yet, we kept grinding, we kept fighting, and found a way to get the job done. It's always cool to get to talk to guys who personify what greatness is. And this guy who joins us in 20 seconds is just that. It's Carlin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenball, we are joined right now by Terrell Suggs, the two-time Super Bowl champion. He is a future Hall of Famer. He was just put into the Ravens Ring of Honor a couple of weeks ago, and he joins us right now. Terrell, how you doing? We appreciate the time. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Now, we're thrilled to have you. First things first, just got to start here. Yesterday, NFL Live's Halloween show, Dan Orlovsky named you his, quote, scariest player that he has ever faced. Where does Dan Orlovsky rank in the scariest players you ever faced? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny, man. It's like, quarterbacks ain't scary. Uh, he's a sweetheart, man. I, I, don't, I, wouldn't rank, I wouldn't rank Dan very high. You know, I'm a big fan of his show, too. Uh, uh, he's a sweetheart, man. I can't. I can't. I can't give him a rank. <laughs> He's probably in the low 1% of scariness. <laughs> if you were, though, something like that. if you were, though, to answer that question, and it's not the quarterback position, like there are those matchups, linebackers, pass rushers, going against certain O-linemen year in and year out in those rivalries. Is there one guy you had to buckle the chin strap a little extra tighter for when you went up against him? Oh, most definitely, uh, Willie Rose and 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 Walter Jones, man. I, you know, I played against you know the best of the best. So those those two guys, off the top of my head, uh, I, I would definitely say um, Kimaratu from you know the Steelers. Uh, he was a guard, but when I ran into him, it wasn't too pleasant. And so <laughs> I usually, I usually just stick a loadie on him and. Larry Allen was was another one. He 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 also was a guard that kind of just just he was just too strong, man. <laughs> He's just too strong. 
T-Sizzle, Terrell Suggs joining us now, the two-time Super Bowl champion. Hey, where did going into the Ravens' ring of honor rank among your career accomplishments? Oh, man, it's it's up there with the top. Like, it's just one of those things that, you know, you never really imagine to happen. You hope so, but you never really, you know, think it'll happen to you. And, and I got the call this year, and I was just like, really? Like, I was stunned, man, and it, it's overwhelming. You know, that goes up there with, you know, winning the Super Bowl for those guys. So definitely winning the Super Bowl would be the top. Uh, and then it's a tie between getting drafted and going into the ring. Uh, those would probably be my second ones. You know, we were talking this morning about the uh, change in leadership for the Raiders right here in Las Vegas. They're going to move on from Josh McDaniels as the head coach. And we've talked about consistency and how important that is for an organization, especially when you're competing at the highest level. You know, John Harbaugh has been in Baltimore for 16 years. And this team, it feels like year in and year out, is a as a competitor, not only for the division, but for the Super Bowl. Like the importance of that to people who have never been in that locker room, that consistency, that day-to-day never changing. What's that like when you're in Baltimore? How much does that contribute to the team's success? That contributes a lot to the team's success because, you know, you got the you get the chance to kind of, like, build a culture. You know, uh, the Raven culture, you know, has been around there ever since the team arrived in 96. And, uh, you know, I believe they've only had three total coaches in, in the history of the franchises. So um, having, like, a coach that kind of, you know, bring in a culture and a team identity, I think that's huge. And it's also, you know, good for the quarterback. Like, he only got to learn one system, be in the same system primarily, like, you know, his whole career. So now, you know, with the fire and Josh McDaniels, you know, it's going to be another change, another guard. It's going to be another head coach coming in. It's going to be another offensive coordinator coming in. So they're pretty much going to start over again. And, you know, that's never good for an organization. Terrell Suggs, the two-time Super Bowl champion, future Hall of Famer, joining Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Um, You're an interesting person to talk to about Aaron Rodgers because you had the torn Achilles, and you came back in five and a half months. So talk to us about that. How soon in that recovery did you realize that you were going to be able to return that season? I mean, you don't know. It's all in really in your pain tolerance and and can you as a player deal with, you know, an injury like that of you not being your best. You know, I mean, that's always the the tricky part of it. Um no, you know, Aaron Rodgers don't gotta do as much, you know, explosive running as say a, a defensive uh you know, a defensive guy or, or a guy playing a different position, but it does have to do some playing and throwing off of it. So I don't know just, you know, I, 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 the advancements in medicines is, is crazy now. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see just when he plans on get back and out, get, getting back out there and how mobile he's going to be on, on, you know, coming back off a, you know, a, a, a repair ruptured Achilles. So it's, it's going to be interesting, man. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. When you first got back on the field after that, how did you feel in relation to, you know, being 100%? Like, I know there's a mental component and a physical component. What was that like? Right. I was uh, neither mentally or physically 
was a hundred a hundred percent like and I knew it. Uh, you know, your your body just don't do what you used to telling it to do. You know what I mean? But that's just me. Um uh, uh he may be different, but I, I clearly wasn't a hundred percent, but I knew we were on the brink of something and I didn't want them to do it without me. So mm. Okay, one last one on that. How much does it play into your mind? Listen, you're playing a different position than him. But how much does it sit in your mind of having to not fight through the pain, but worry about potentially further injuring that Achilles because of the nature of that injury? Um. You know, once you get it repaired, they was like, it's almost like 99.9% that it'll never rupture again. And I had one of the best doctors in the world, uh, Dr. Bob Anderson out of out of Charlotte, Arizona. I mean, Charlotte, Arizona. Wow. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. But, um, you know, I had one of the best doctors and he was like, you know, you, you just, I had to lay down and chill and not do anything for three months and kind of just let the, the tendon just fully healed. And when he was like, once you do that, I'll get you jogging and then I'll get you running. Then I'll get you sprinting and all of that within your time. And, you know, fortunate for me, I was able to do it in five and a half months. You know, you will always be closely linked to the Baltimore Ravens, but some people might forget you won a Super Bowl with the chiefs in 2019. This chiefs team has been yeah. fun to watch this season because for every comment about how the offense may not be as explosive, the defense has looked much better than we remember. Do you see that same thing? Is this a championship caliber defense? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Especially you got a championship caliber team when you got Patrick Mahomes at the center. So uh, he can win games and he can win games pretty much with any personnel. But the defense have definitely, you know, come alive. You know, they still got Chris Jones, you know, the best interior lineman in football right now. So, you know, uh, they, 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 they're always going to have a shot. They're always going to have a shot. Uh, uh, I believe they still got uh, Nick Bolton and the inside linebacker Gade, and they're playing pretty good, and their secondary starting to come around too. So I believe so. I believe so. They're always going to be dangerous. One last one, Terrell. Who is the best defense in the league right now through the, through eight, nine weeks as, as we are? Come on, man. You already know. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens right now. You know, we got the NFL. You know, he, he's leading the uh, Geno Stones, leaving uh, the league in interceptions right now. It's, it seems like defense is clicking. It, it, it's good to kind of have that identity back. Hey, Terrell, great stuff. Again, congratulations on getting into the ring of honor, and we'll see you with a gold jacket here in a couple of years. Thank you. I hope so. God willing. Terrell Suggs, two-time Super Bowl champion, and, of course, the legendary pass rusher for the Baltimore Ravens, the Chiefs. Uh, Spent a little time with Arizona, too. I'll tell you, he is an interesting guy, and he is a guy that scared the daylights out of an awful lot of people, for sure. They talk about how dynamic he was prior to that injury, and I don't think he painted the greatest picture for Aaron Rodgers, either, coming back, for me. Well, I mean, at the same time, he is laying out the truth of it. He's been through it. Look, anyone 
who even studies any of this understands that that's a major injury. You're trying to turn around in a in an extraordinary amount of time, and then to be a hundred percent physically and mentally, that's a monstrous ask. Well, monstrous. You're going to hear from Rogers on his injury currently next. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Oh, after Granger, Granger. ladies and gentlemen, for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kick on its way, and it's no good. He missed it left. Graham Gano has missed two field goals today. Kick on its way, end over end, and it is good, and we're headed overtime. The kick on its way, and it is good, and the Jets have won in overtime. An improbable victory, 13-10 the final score. I'm making the field goal, and then they'd have 24 seconds with no timeouts to have to drive at the length, and our defense was playing really good all game, so... The Jets are improbably four and three, and so now it has ramped up all the speculation on the timetable of the return of Aaron Rodgers. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80 because he has defeated modern science and medicine. And so, Joe, with that... <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, listen, I'm just going by what he's trying to tell us. That's all. Okay. That's all. In fact, let's hear from Aaron Rodgers yesterday on McAfee uh, in relation to his uh, current recovery. The goal is to come back, and the goal is to be able to have that conversation. Again, there's still a lot that has to happen. You know, every week seems to be there's a progression. Sometimes when you're in it, it doesn't feel like anything's happening, and you just stagnant to some sort of plateau. But then you look back and think, you know, I was walking on crutches, uh, you know, with about a month ago. Now I'm able to take some drawbacks, put legitimate weight onto it, transfer my weight, get onto my front foot, um, you know, do uh, really high percentage body weight walking and, and calf raises and um, we're just progressing. So it's 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 really good. There's still a long way to go and a lot of things have to happen. We obviously have to be um, you know, still alive, but God, I love I love the vibe on the team. I'm proud of our guys. Nobody is putting any kind of a time frame on it. Joe Douglas also spoke about it yesterday and, you know, he said he knows that Aaron Rodgers wants to come back. Now, he did say at the end he expects him to be back, but he meant with the team at that point. So it did not, at least 
the way I read it, it was not, to add a little context, it was not, we expect him to be back on the field this season. So if you're the Jets, I all I can do is say, don't get caught up in this. Like, just own what you got right now. And quotes like this from the punter Thomas Morstead, who was also on yesterday with McAfee, this, frankly bothers me and scares me joe it's like a hope thing you know every week you see him out there he's done another week of rehab and all of a sudden he's doing a little something new and you're like wow this sort of unrealistic prediction that he's coming back this season there's a hope there and i think guys love seeing it man it's it's inspiring to see him out there we got to keep hanging in there keep finding ways to win you can already see the story how this thing could end it's exciting just to even think about it it's too good of a story you can already see the ending it's just exciting to see him out there every week I think it gives the guys a lot of hope about what could be. In a word, Joe, suckers. <laughs> they are suckers. Well, getting caught up in this. What's the alternative, right? Is the alternative to pack it in? I do think it's somewhat humorous that no matter what Zach Wilson does, everyone in that organization is constantly talking about how awesome it was it would be if Zach Wilson wasn't the quarterback at the end of the year. Like at every turn, that's that's the underlying theme of, oh my God, if Rodgers can make it back. And then the part that isn't said, it means we wouldn't have Zach Wilson as our quarterback anymore. Yeah. But I mean, you know, he's done a lot of that to himself. I, what's the alternative here, right? What's the alternative? It's the fact that they sit back and they continue to answer questions about what? Whether or not they can do anything with Zach Wilson, whether or not they're going anywhere. If Rodgers came out a few weeks ago and said, look, I'm done for the year. I can't come back from this. It's over. Then the rest of the organization feels that way too because they know what they're dealing with with Zach Wilson. So on one foot, I can... Think to myself, you know what? If this is providing them with the motivation to try to eke out these games and keep themselves in playoff position, is it such a bad thing, right? If you're a Jets fan, you're you're at least bought in right now. Yes, but it, it is a bad thing because if you're pointing to that as, let's just get there, let's just get there, let's just get there, you're kind of losing sight of what's going on right now. And what's going on right now is you're four and three. You've done a hell of a job to get to this point, and the schedule is not brutal coming up. Yes, the other day was a monstrosity of a football game, and there were parts of it that were unbelievably frustrating as a Jet fan. But you won it. You won it. And that's the way you have to treat it. What the Jets have to do is not even think about him. Not even think about number eight and when he's coming back. I got Greeny running around on the television this morning whenever it's a topic, literally standing next to people to get their take. You see them this morning standing next to Jeff Saturday as he's talking about it, almost as if he's trying to intimidate Jeff Saturday into saying that he's coming back this year. And if you get sucked into this as a fan, that's on you. Do whatever you want. As a player... You're a sucker. And it brings me back to the Shawshank Redemption. And in that movie, toward the end of it, you got Morgan Freeman saying, hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. Don't worry about the hope of him. He's, you have to treat it like if he's back, wow, that's an incredible, incredible break we got. But you cannot sit here and base it all week to week on let's just get to the end of the season. That quote, mind you, is from a man in prison serving a life sentence. Hope in that Have situation. you met the Jet fans? <laughs> 
Not exactly the same thing, but not far off. <laughs> not far off either. That's hey, anyone listening? That's him, not me. All right, you got If you're a Jets fan, you take exception to that. That's Carlin, not me. I'm actually trying to build the case for you right now. <laughs> Look, I, it it it, be, it really does beat the alternative. It really does. I mean, there are. Let's talk about the hopeless in the NFL right now. If you're a Raider fan today, how you feeling? Right. If you are a commander's fan and you just watch what was supposed to be the strength of your organization, your defensive line getting traded away for mid-level picks left and right. How are you feeling today? If you're a Cowboy fan who really thought your team might go out and make a move to compete with the Niners and the Eagles. How are you feeling today? There are so many franchises in bad spots. The Jets are four and three. And there's this hope that's just dangling out there that maybe just maybe they might catch a break. No one ever asked or told sports fans they were supposed to be reasonable. Look at yourself. You're up 3-1 in the World Series. You have enjoy, enjoyed a moment of this playoff run, have you? I've enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed it, but I also have been burned before. There it is. So, there yes. Is. Rather than sit back and just drink it in that your Rangers have provided you with such a fun fall, you're still like, we don't even right. talk about it on the show. You're we, so nervous about the whole thing. We got 30 seconds here. Let's ask Evan, Jet fan, right now. Evan, would you rather have the hope of Rodgers coming back objectively or, hey, this is going okay. This is, we got to focus on this. Rodgers. You want the hope. Oh, yeah. See? Because I, I, I need it. You're like, ready to be hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> I, Terrell Suggs said, it, you know, it's very rare a guy has this injury twice. Mm. We're not scared, Carlin. Man. We'll get There's hurt. There's the hand man. Uh, all I'm trying to do is protect <laughs> yourselves from yourselves. That's all. <laughs> I would call it a public service. If you want to ignore it, nothing I can do about that, people. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.